Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored In Always. In today's episode, I just wanted to spend a little time to discuss a topic that affects so many people today, and that is anxiety. You know, I've personally struggled with it, and it's an area that I've been working through the steps in my recovery program at Celebrate Recovery. And it's something that I see commonly at Celebrate Recovery and also as I've sponsored and coached women. So I just wanted to spend actually a few weeks talking about anxiety on the podcast. And um, next week I have a guest, a special guest that's going to be on the podcast to share her story with anxiety and how she's found victory and healing. And really all of this is leading up to what I'm currently working on for you all, which is a three-day live workshop in the Anchored and Always Facebook community group. And this is going to be on how to reduce your anxiety. So if you are not in that Facebook group, you can click on the link in the show notes or just search Anchored In Always on Facebook to find the group and join. That way you don't miss the announcement when the workshop is ready to launch and you can get signed up. But today I wanted to look at some possible causes of anxiety, especially for us as believers and what the Bible says about it. And I am not an expert by any means, but I can, just as you can, go to the source of all wisdom and knowledge, which is the Bible, for direction and answers. So let's start there together today. So in Matthew 6, 25, it says, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body and what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? And then he goes on in verse 34 to tell us why this is important. To not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Anxiety often comes from our lack of control. We don't know the results or or what will happen next or how it ends, and so we tend to worry. Philippians 4.6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So as you can see the scripture, God does command us not to worry, to trust him. And the opposite of anxiety is peace, which comes from trusting in God's promises and in his word. Let's also take a look at what Paul says in Philippians 4 verses 11 through 13. He says, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether I'm well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. He says there that he has learned. You know, it's not our natural tendency to not worry. So we really have to work at it. Contentment is opposite of anxiety. So learning to be content in every situation, whether we have a lot or we're in need or want, mostly. So the task for each of us is to trust God more than our circumstances. And we all struggle with anxiety to some extent. I've heard people ask, is it a sin to have anxiety? 
And although God does command us not to be anxious, I think every single one of us do struggle with it in some degree, and especially when we're facing uncertain times in our lives or even in crisis. But I think it's more about our response, like Paul, and learning to respond in a way of choosing to trust God over the fear of the unknown, recognizing the thought that I'm afraid, worried, or anxious, but then learning to surrender it, as opposed to staying stuck in it. When we choose to worry, doubt, question, I do believe at that point we are sinning and we need to repent and say, God, I'm sorry. I didn't trust you. I know that you are faithful and sovereign. Please forgive me and help me to surrender this thing that I'm worrying about, whatever it is, to you. Remember, there is no one except Jesus himself that walks out faith perfectly. Now, I also want to say, I believe there are levels of anxiety, and for some, there are physiological components that may lead to things like panic attacks, uncontrolled phobias, and those are real problems and honestly need to be treated by a professional medical and or psychiatrist. So if that's you listening today, I would encourage you to seek help from your doctor. And when those physiological aspects are being treated, you will be in a much better place to walk out your faith. And there is no shame in that. For many of us, we also need to consider our lifestyle. We often don't have control over certain circumstances in our lives, and just the uncertainty of our future alone can cause anxious thoughts. But what about those things that we do have control over? Like I talked about in episode 57 on healthy habits. Many of the things that we do daily, habits that we have in our lives, contribute to anxiety. So we think we need more energy to get through this huge list of tasks that we feel we need to accomplish. So what do we do? We pump our bodies full of caffeine, which is scientifically proven to increase anxiety. Or we choose to vape or smoke in an effort to relax. And nicotine is also proven to increase anxiety. Or maybe we stay up late scrolling on social media in an attempt to unwind from the day. And we often end up comparing our lives with others and feeling less than jealous or unfulfilled. And studies also show that more time on social media increases anxiety. So instead of going to bed and getting the rest we need, which would actually reduce our anxiety, we choose to scroll. Many of us know this, and yet we still choose the harmful habits anyway. And I think that that is often out of being afraid to step out of our comfort zones, even though that comfort zone itself isn't bringing the peace that we're looking for. There's just fear sometimes in doing something different or trying something new. And so we stay stuck. And this is also true of who we choose to spend time with. Who are you allowing to have influence in your life? And I'm not just talking about our friends, but also what we watch on TV. Who do you follow on social media? Are they speaking life and truth over you? Do you feel encouraged and motivated by them? Or often not enough, less than, and insignificant? I've personally found myself following people on social media that I think will get me to where I want to be. I want to be where they are. And so I eat up everything they're saying. And then I feel more frustrated when my life or my body or work or whatever it is that I'm trying to conform doesn't look like what they have. And often, if I'm being honest, it's a worldly pursuit. It's not founded on scripture and the upside down kingdom of God, but more of a prosperity mindset. If I work hard enough and sacrifice everything, I will be successful and have wealth and be known. And isn't that what will make me happy? 
I honestly don't believe that. And striving for it gives me the opposite of the spirit of peace and contentment. It honestly causes more anxiety in me. So I believe when we name those things, then we can choose to take action. And that may mean deleting apps on your phone, setting boundaries with certain people in your life, unfollowing others. What are you willing to do to follow peace in your life? As believers, we know that sin separates us from God. That is the reason he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross. And I think even more so now this week, as we just celebrated Palm Sunday, and, it's, and we're now in Holy Week, approaching Good Friday and Easter Sunday, we may be thinking about this even more, the price that he paid. So he freed us from being a slave to sin and from death ultimately. But when we, even as believers, choose to continue our lifestyle or behaviors that are not in alignment to the word of God, it causes a disconnect. We ourselves often pull away from God out of guilt or shame. And then the further we move away from Jesus, the more anxiety we tend to feel because it's in his presence that we find peace. John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So where are you making choices that you know in your spirit are not aligning with the word of God and you're finding yourself beginning to pull away from him? You know, we often do this even though we know better out of fear of loss or lack of comfort, lack of control, fear of rejection, selfishness. We just don't want to do what we need to do. We want to do what feels good. And we're not willing to change. And often there's pride. I'm fine. Things are fine in my life. I don't need to change. But the Bible says that we can take captive our thoughts. So what is the story you're telling yourself or you're allowing to be told? What thought is it that you're thinking that brings anxiety? I want you to take some time to really think about that. Write it down. Name it. And after you identify it, ask yourself, is this true? So for example, I'm afraid to launch my new business. What if I fail? What if I don't know what I'm doing? The thought behind that is I'm not enough, which is honestly rooted in pride. So is that what's true? What does the Bible say? Go to God's word and find the truth. Then after you do, you have a choice because God gives us free will. So will you choose to believe the lie the enemy is telling you and live in defeat and anxiety or believe the truths of God's word and who he says that you are. And on the flip side, if the thought that gives you anxiety is from a negative behavior or habit that you're choosing and you are honest with yourself that you just don't want to stop that behavior out of fear, comfort, or whatever your reason, then are you truly willing to change? Are you willing to search God's word for the answer? If you say, yes, I believe the truth of God's word, then do your actions reflect that? If not, why? What obstacles are keeping you from moving forward in freedom? And lastly, I want to encourage you to tell someone you trust. Share what you've discovered with another believer, someone who is willing to speak the truth in love to you. The enemy thrives in isolation, and it's much easier to believe the lies when there isn't someone speaking the truth into your life regularly. And again, this is often because we are comfortable not even content and not fulfilled, but just comfortable in our habits and unwilling to change due to fear. So are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? 
then take a closer look at some of the things that you might be inviting in your own life that are bringing anxiety. And let's start making some changes together. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that we can find real peace in your presence, that you never move away from us, and that you are always there when we return to you. God, I pray for the person listening today who is struggling with anxiety and worry. I pray that if it is a physiological issue, that they will find the treatment necessary and find healing and victory. I pray for the person who has made unhealthy choices, maybe with their time, influence, and habits, and that that's causing anxiety, that they would find clarity as they sit and pray and reflect, and that they will go to you for the strength to surrender those things and make the necessary changes so that they can follow the path of peace. And that is in a close relationship with you. God, we thank you that you love us and redeem us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.